0: Hello and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode number 12. I hope you are keeping well and that you are smashing through your podcast goals so far for 2022. My name's Gary. I'm the head of design here at Captivate and each week I take you behind the scenes and chat to one of our team members about what we're working on, some features that we've got coming up and some tips along the way to make sure your podcast is cooking on gas. This week I'm chatting to a guy that you've heard a few times on the show. It's one of our developers, Pierre. We're going to be talking about design and development collaboration here at Captivate this week. So we don't adhere to the old archaic kind of waterfall workflow uh, where design just works off in a silo somewhere with the developers twiddling their thumbs. And then when design's ready, it gets tossed over the fence and then off they go and they go and build it. That's very much not how we do things here at Captivate. So we're very open and collaborative. We work together right from the beginning through all of our features and projects. And it's a very... It's a very important part of our business that everybody has input on stuff, and uh, and design development work very closely with that stuff. So here's that chat with Pierre. Enjoy. This is Captivate Insider episode twelve, and I'm joined once again by one of our super developers, one of our super duper developers. You've heard him on the show several times now. It is our main man, Pierre. How are you, sir?
1: I'm well, Gary, and and yourself?
0: I'm very well, thank you. We're together again on Captivate Indeed. Insider. Indeedy. Uh, How's everything in the world of podcasty, devy stuff? All good?
1: Oh, man. So much dev, so much podcast. (laughs) I don't know where to begin. So so sarcastic. Uh, Yeah, no, it's going really well.
0: Uh. It's one of those, yeah, yeah, I knew this question was coming. Yes, it's fine, Gary. Yes, moving on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're always busy. We're always busy at Captivate doing uh, projects and features, and that's going to be the theme of this week and this episode for... But number 12 is working closely together as developers and designers and whatnot. I'm going to dig into a little bit of your history as a developer and how you've worked collaboratively with designers previously and some of the things that we've worked on here at Captivate and some good bits and, and stuff like that as we've, as we've gone through our extensive feature list so far. So what's your experience been like prior to Captivate then, working with designers? Good, bad or ugly?
1: Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's always it's always uh, a sort of interesting period at the beginning where you have to work out what sort of like I I wouldn't say it's it's really a designer, somebody else thing. It's just a person thing. You just have to work out how you get on with certain people and how you how you interact. Like and and, and initially you probably don't necessarily, you you know, communicate along the same lines. Um. yeah, it can be uh it can be tricky because obviously um when you're designing something, you have like infinite freedom to draw whatever you like and it just has to like it, it has to look really good and it has to work really well. And then like when you when you're deving it, you're like, Okay, so there's the easy thing that I can make and it looks like 90% of of there but it's not quite there and then you can get a bit of tension where it's like how important is it that this last little bit is like turned up you know tweaked to that final thing and sometimes it really does matter because that last little 10% that last little 5% thing is actually the bit that makes people go oh that looks really nice or oh that that's really intuitive or whatever um And then sometimes the balance is the other way. And I think this always happens where you have like a a line of communication between people separate. Like you have to make a decision that is based on the combination of both of your knowledge. Um, And that's always tricky because, you, you know, you only know your half of it and the other person only knows their half of it. And so you have to sort of be like. How important is it really to you? And I think when it's in previous jobs, when it's worked the best, it's been when um, we found ourselves on like a sort of similar page um, where like, you know, I've been able to be like, oh, that's that's really, really hard. How about this other thing? You know, like and, and the more difficult experiences is when the other person has been very inflexible, sort of been like. No, it must be exactly this. Whereas, like, the, definitely, the best designers I've worked with have always been like, "Oh, well, if that doesn't work, we can also do something like this." And then I go, "Oh, yeah, that's that second thing is way easy, like ten times easier than the first thing." And then they're like, "Oh, yeah, but that's and that's equivalently good for the design stuff." Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think I've had, I, I think I've had, like both ends of the spectrum i've had people who are who are very sort of flexible and and um and uh good and then i've had people who are sort of very like it must be it must be this way
0: <laughs> you've had some protective designers yeah who are very protective of their stuff yeah i get that yeah. i get that it's uh i've worked with plenty of designers who are uh you have a little bit of an ego thing going on i, see, I guess where you've spent ages working on a design and you've got some okay feedback from your from your line manager or your senior or whatever it might be. Right. You throw it over to the devs. This is back in the day. For, I'm going to ask you this question in a second, actually, but back in the day where it was more of a waterfall thing where all the designers were siloed and <clears throat> they think they're working on the best stuff in the world and then the devs see it and they're like, no. That's just not going to work at well, that all. that also <laughs> doesn't sound great. That,
1: yeah. you know, that, that, that definitely doesn't... Uh seem like the best balance of things. Mm. Um, Yes.
0: But yeah, um, I can think of one example when you and I were working on something that was very cool, like that, that, that process you just mentioned where we were tweaking something within the Captivate dash where you'd uploaded your audio file and we had this kind of quirky little thing where we needed to show that a file was being uploaded in its first state and then the second state we needed to clearly have a bit of a visual difference that it was processing the file versus just uploading it and we had previously there was um there was a bit of overlap and it wasn't quite clear what was going on and uh you're like how about this and I'm like hmm I think it might be better better looking like this and you're like hmm I think you know and we had a little bit of a back and forward and we went through like three or four different options with that stuff and and in the end it, it was only a small little thing but it maybe took you know a few hours to go through that but Ultimately, it ends up looking it has ended up looking really good like just that little component that we worked on together yeah where we were just throwing a few options around so that's yeah I agree that's the best that's the best part of it and have you that that brings me on to a second question as the majority of your projects and your experience at previous jobs been more of that agile collaborative thing or have you had to deal with the, the um, old waterfall thing
1: yeah so um I've had I think I've had both. Uh, I Mm. have had I've I've had more siloed stuff and I've had more um, sort of uh, fast paced iteration stuff. I think there's like pros and cons to both, because like if you design stuff up front, you can have a very clear vision and it can be very cohesive. And um, sometimes it can be a bit easier to um, work out how like long a thing is going to take because you don't you know, the, the the issue with iteration is obviously that you you can do the first draft and then, as you were saying, we go back and forth and we're like, nope, that's not good. Okay, maybe something different. And I think that the iteration is incredibly valuable because it like makes it so that the thing is really good in the end. Um, but it can, you know, it can lead to, to sort of things taking a bit longer, um, which... It, you know, is it's, it's, there's always a balance. I think um, I, I watched a, like a really interesting talk um, by a guy called uh, Casey Muratori recently, uh, in which he was saying that um, about software projects. He was saying that quite often the uh, the shape of the software that you produce is going to be like an exact or like a rough mirror of the structure of the organization that you make you have and so if you make it so that there's like a team of designers and then separately there's a team of programmers you will end up having like a a, like a, a piece of software where like there's a sort of design a beautiful design layer and then there's a separate beautiful like programming layer and then there's not very much like connection between the two and in order to like and it's not necessarily like a negative thing like maybe that is a good thing that you have a beautiful front bit and a beautiful um back bit and then like a fairly minimal connection but i think that the way that we work is a bit more sort of um we 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 as you were saying sort of like in closer communication with each other and so i feel like we end up with d- designs that are more programmy and programs that are more designy you know like we end up implementing feature. From my perspective, I end up implementing features that like um, are primarily for um, user experience rather than for like the technical reason why it must be this way. Um, and I would say that also the designs actually, because through our fe- like feedback process, I think they do end up being a bit more sort of like um, sometimes like. I don't know i don't want to say constrained because that's kind of negative but like yeah it's kind of modified by the the technical realities of things um which i think is good um mm. but yeah i don't know if i went off on a bit of a tangent there but yeah i i, I do remember that 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 like uh um th- that loading bar sort of action like it was before we did that it was a thing that people sort of felt was a bug even though it wasn't technically a bug and it's the sort of thing that like the programmer in me goes nah that's not a, it's not a bug and then the, but then like if you're actually a user you don't know whether this thing is technically a bug you just know if it looks kind of wrong and like mm. if it looks kind of wrong it's indistinguishable from something that like <laughs> is kind of wrong and yeah it's it's i think it's it's a really valuable sort of collaboration that we have
0: Mm -hmm. it's very super valuable as well and we have uh, i like how you put that it's where the 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 design is quite developy and the develop you know development side of things is quite designy that sounds like it's a i've not thought about it like that before but that's a very good mix i feel of of having to do that because if you speak to anybody within sort of software the industry of just making websites or software or front-end apps or whatever it might be it's a very common thing to have these days where, you know, everybody's up for the agile approach and, you know, the waterfall thing is very much in the days gone by pretty much anyway. But unless you get that balance, right. And you mention that in your answer, unless you have that balance where you you've got that openness to accept feedback and other comments, but you've also got that trust in the other person where, okay, I, I trust that they get what I'm saying and they get what we're trying to achieve. You know, unless you've got that, you end up with sort of design by committee, which is not useful at all. You end up with, you know, developers just running along with something and you're trying to rein them in. It's like, you know, we're trying to do this really not that and things like that. So, um, yeah, don't worry. It's a great answer. I love those tangents that you go off. It's very (laughs) cool. So, um, in terms of, so in, in terms of being open then and, and almost inviting collaboration and and feedback and so on, which is very important. And you know, we need to be on the same page as you said, is that something that you've naturally been just able to work within, or is it more of a more of a skill? And it is a skill because some people just aren't naturally. They like to be siloed for a while, and they like to have their own space to do stuff. So it's almost like you need to teach yourself how to do that. Have you nat- are you naturally like that, or was there a bit of a process where you were like, "I need to," t- you know, switch my brain, you know, in the other direction a little
1: bit? I think I think that there's just. <laughs> Like it is a thing that that with practice gets easier. Um, I also think that like you know, as with all of these things, there's there's just like different there's different advantages to different parts of things like if if I just get heads down, zero zero interruptions, zero distractions, I just sort of silo myself off and I just kind of work on a thing. because the only person I'm communicating with is myself, I can like iterate myself very quickly because I can just be like oh I just try an idea and then oh that doesn't I can just see that that doesn't work and then um, you know I can immediately change it to something that does work and then I can or I can try out like five different ideas before and I go okay that looks that looks silly that looks silly that looks silly oh that looks a bit better that looks a bit better and then you iterate on it and then eventually you get something that you know hopefully is very good the problem is is you are obviously like limited by your own you know I've only had so many experiences I've only I only know so much I only like you know i I think you know I have my own set of priorities which aren't everyone's set of priorities and I think it's it's just like it's just a diversity thing it's like if you have if you have a set of diverse perspectives influencing the thing, Yeah, if you have everyone influencing it in a certain kind of way, you get exactly what you were saying, which is like this kind of design by committee where, you know, you get kind of like the worst of everyone's preferences. Um, And ideally, you have to, like, avoid that by, you know... I think it's basically everyone figuring out which, which parts of their opinions are, like, really important and which parts are, like... Are, are less important or are unimportant because basically I think the design by committee thing happens when you have everyone thinks that every single part of their opinion is super important or ev- everyone thinks that every part of their opinion is super unimportant like which sometimes which sometimes also happens where like no one's willing to sort of step in and be like no I just think this is right you know and you just need to to have as you were saying a sort of trust and like a mutual respect so that you go, well, if this person is, like, really strongly defending this, even if I disagree with, like, what they're specifically saying, like, what what specific thing that they're wanting, maybe I need to, like, work out what they were trying to achieve with that thing and see if I can, like, think of something that within my framework is really good that works with what they're doing. And I think that's one thing that we've, like... I think that's one thing that I personally have got better at and I think that we, we've got better at in terms of as, as a collaborative unit is just sort of being like, you know, we'll we'll have our strong opinions about things. We'll be like, oh, yeah, this is... No, clearly this is the way it should go and stuff. But then I think we also have the, enough sort of respect of each other that we can be like, well, you know, he's clearly saying this for a, for a reason. He's clearly saying this for, for a good reason. And, like, so, you know... I'll you know try and like work out what is the what is the thing and 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 then work from that like shared understanding of things and I think that that yeah that's I can't even yeah I think that was another tangent but I, I, I don't regret this one this one was a good tangent uh, uh, no. that was a good one yeah
0: <laughs> and uh, I I'm completely on board with that as well and I think this is a tip for uh, designers or developers that are out there in the world who are working collaboratively and stuff you need to you need to vocalize your your in either your intention or you mm. need to vocalize your um your your understanding so there's been a few times where you and I have worked on something yeah and you've you've had an opinion on something and it's quite strong and I'm like okay cool that's you know that that must be coming from a place of the the user absolutely needs that or would want to see that or have that functionally it's i've never looked at any of your even your serious and uh y- your feedback and stuff where you, i can tell that you feel quite strongly and thought he's saying that just because he wants to be awkward or he wants to um you know this is a bit of an ego thing going on i've never but the a, a tip for you know especially junior designers and junior devs is make sure that you let the other person know that everything is all good yeah, and I think there's been a few times where I've jumped up, uh, jumped on Slack, and said, "By the way, I love these debates I'm having with you. It's all good, you know, thumbs up." So yeah. every now and then, I think you just need to say, you know, even though the the conversation's gone on for an hour now, and we've gone back and forward and everything, you know, is we even if you haven't settled on an agreement yet, and you've sort of gone away and, and come back, just say, "Yep, everything's cool." I'm actually enjoying the process. I think that's another another thing. It comes back to that trust thing as well. I think you have to trust like um we have such a great team here at Captivate. And I, I would never think, oh, they're, you know, they're saying this without the user's need or wants at heart. It's just uh, But I know companies that do suffer with that. It's like some of the companies I've been at before, mm. where you've got into a sometimes a bit of a heated thing and it's like, guys, let's just you know, it's it's taken somebody else to come in and say, la, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa let's just take." And sometimes our our MD Mark will do this. He'll he'll come in and say, "Right, let's take a step back for a second, and let's think about what we're actually trying to achieve here because we've gone off on a little bit of a, you know, is it you know is this unnecessary time thinking about this? That's just you know that sort of thing. So yeah, another the... tangent. But don't worry, dude, that was a good one.
1: Sometimes you can even have like. Some, along those lines, you can you can even have um somebody like a genuine disagreement, which is where, you know, I have priority A and and like you have priority B. And genuinely my solution is really good for priority A and your solution is really good for priority B. And ultimately the, the question is like is priority A more important than priority B? And neither of us are actually in a position where we c- can answer that because we both believe, like, I believe that priority A is more important than priority B. <laughs> and, like, it's when you re- realise that, like, the disagreement that you're having is not, like, of the facts. Like, we both agree that if if priority A is more important than um my solution is good and if priority b is more important then your solution is good and we both like we both agree on those base facts as <laughs> soon as you've got that point you can reach like a little bit of an impasse because you're like well is priority a more important than priority b and it's this kind of unknowable thing of like you know is simplicity more important than than power in this particular instance and it's like well both simplicity and power are important things and like okay. who knows and i think it's in that sort of situation where you often just either need a tiebreaker of of just like random, like flip a coin <laughs> and choose one of the options, because probably there's merit to both options. Um, or, yeah, you just need somebody to come in and say, OK, we're going with we're going with this one because... You know, it doesn't even have to have a because because like it just has to be like because priority B is more, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I I think the the, the good thing is I think both when that sort of thing happens, we usually do agree that like um, that like the whichever way it goes, it's good. So Mm -hmm. like sometimes one of the things that I'll sort of say is just like. I really don't I don't mind I don't mind either of these things I think has merit so you know let's just go let's just choose one that you know and, and hope that it's the one that had more merit but like you can you can end up getting letting the the, the perfect get in the way of the good you know you're like mm. okay well maybe this one was slightly better than the other one but you know it's it's not gonna make the, the real difference you want you want to choose your battles for the ones that are like the actual critical, um bits
0: yeah yeah that's a good point yeah and i think that comes down to you wouldn't have even got to that point if you weren't collaborating on it in the first place so that's the important thing is you wouldn't have gone through all of those various options and do we go with path a or path b Mm. both of them would mostly accomplish the same thing the end product would be the same it's just yeah so that's the good thing though because those little things as well you can use in other areas so there's been a couple of times where we've worked on stuff and I've been like, ah, remember we spoke about that thing that we were doing over here? That yeah. would work perfectly here. So that's, there's value in e- even disagreement and not not in a negative way, but even in sort of friction and negativity. Uh, friction and disagreement, there's also value in that stuff, I, I feel as well. And we've definitely used things that we haven't used for that reason in other areas. So, um, yeah, again, just super important, that that road, because – a lot of people, a lot of designers where they haven't been fortunate enough to work in a team like ours where, and we are very fortunate that everybody really is just at the top of their game and just knows what's going on and we know how to work well with each other and stuff. Some other designers, developers, they don't know, it's just, they, they struggle to get a foot or a handle on that stuff because you might have other people like seniors that are just running away with things and you're just mopping up, you know, the... The, the dregs and so on and you, maybe your voice isn't listened to at times as much as you would think so
1: yeah i think um, i think that's a, a really good point like often these sorts of problem cases that you're describing i think they, they all come down to like how like communication works mm-hmm. within the organization yeah. like whenever it's bad it's because somebody is not talking to somebody else um And it's like, it could be that, you know, you can end up with a situation where, oh, nobody's talking to this particular senior manager because they're really scared of them. And so and because they're really scared of them, no one's willing to say, well, that's a bad idea. No, that's 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 not Mm going to work or that's going to cost like 10 times what you expect or, you know. Or maybe it's you know it can even just be like across teams. It can be just like oh yeah the the designer doesn't doesn't like the developer so they and the developer doesn't like the designer so they just never talk. So <laughs> in the end the designer comes mm. up with their things and the developer hates those things and you know implements them badly and then you end up with just uh, I think it's reflected in the, the the product that you make in the end. It's like you know you end yeah. up with something that kind of doesn't fit together as well as it, it should. Um, it's so one of the things I, you know, I sort of like about the sort of work environment here is that we we are definitely keen on uh, keeping the communication lines open, um, even if even if the thing that we're saying is like a disagreement or, um, as you're saying, like some sort of friction, you know. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's important. It's a big one as well, the communication thing, um, because sometimes it can be a case of the other person thinking probably the same thing that you are but if you're not talking then <laughs> and you just wait until that last minute where it's like here's the thing I've just done it's, like, it's amazing right and they're like if you'd have spoken to me like a day ago I could have let you know that we don't technically we can't technically do that so yeah. we could have just you know steered that in a slightly different direction and now we'd been in, a- we'd be in a better place we'd so be, we'd be yeah. golden comms important mm defo so working collaboratively then on on anything is a thumbs up we're agreeing on it's you know you know any anything at all it doesn't matter whether you're working on a brief you're you know knee deep in in development and stuff like that is there a is there a, a portion of the development cycle or the overall cycle where you prefer or enjoy that part the most so if i give an example so when we was working on we were working on our new dashboard update last year and we spent an awful long time at the beginning going through loads of wireframes and ideas and how we were going to how we going to present stuff to the user and you know functionality and all that good stuff. Do you like that part of the process where you're involved in the, you know your your input is obviously very important and we shaped how that was going to be presented ultimately, or do you enjoy your? Bread and butter, I suppose, which is what you're hired to do, which is to you know I code build and, and build stuff. So, is there any part of the process that you particularly enjoy?
1: I mean, I definitely, I like that early stage is definitely fun because um, the possibility space is so big, and you know that it, it, like making a, a wrong move is is hard at the early stages. Or, I mean, okay, you can make a wrong move and not realize it, but like, the, you know. In those early stages, if you propose something, you, it could be changed and it could be done differently. Whereas sometimes towards the later stages, it's like if you've decide if you've made it if you've come up with like a wrong plan and you're realizing it at the later stages, that can be like a bad a bad time where you're like, oh no, we've got to change like a lot of stuff because we didn't exactly realize where this was going to end up. Um, so I don't know. There's 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 fun parts about implementation, which is just seeing it come to life. That's really cool. There's less fun parts about implementation, which are, you know, having to restructure things because you didn't, you know, anticipate something. And I mean, I think all of that is like kind of natural. I'm not trying to say that like, oh, yeah, that's a bad part of our process. (laughs) I think that um, one of the things about developing software is it is a process of discovery rather than... um, a thing where you know at the very, very beginning exactly the shape that the thing is going to have six months or a year down the line. I think if you if you think that you have like a really solid idea of exactly everything that's going to be in the place in five years, either you're right, but you were wrong that that was a good thing, um, or you're wrong. Um, and I think it's much more likely that you're wrong, that you just, you know, you'll just not... You'll just forget like one detail, and that detail will just bite you over and over again <laughs> until you are no more. And that'll yep. be bad.
0: Yep, hard coded dates in your copyright year in the footer. Yeah, who would do that. Who would do that. <laughs> I'm liking these tangents and these answers, Pierre. I'm I'm hearing a podcast develop here. You know, I'm hearing a mm. I'm hearing a new show develop right here. Tales. Tales from a podcast industry developer. This good. This has got your name written all over it.
1: Oh, oh no! FO. I might, I might have to talk to people.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Another podcast from within Captivate. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this could be Pierre's new, uh, new venture. Something else to pull you outside of your day to day development stuff when you're not dealing with idiots designers like myself.
1: You shouldn't be so dismissive. <laughs> um the the i don't know the the there's there's all sorts of uh hobbies that i get involved with so i mean we'll see we'll see uh um there's there's always i think before recording i was saying there is always an infinite number of things that i can be doing it's just always mm. about deciding which things are the most important at any given moment uh yes. which is a yep. hard one
0: time allocation yeah. divided by prioritization equals what you should be doing <laughs> podcasting probably doesn't fall very high on that list i guess yeah yeah uh what's your fave project then to finish up on what's your fave what's the fave thing your most favorite project you've worked on at captivate thus far what's my
1: favorite project oh you you ask me a, a bit of a stumper there i've enjoyed um i enjoyed working on the growth labs stuff um, I thought that that was that was quite uh, a sort of nice project uh, making stuff making a bunch of tools that uh, actually many of our users will not see because they are admin tools uh, for us <laughs> to make growth labs uh, a thing and stuff like that um, I've I've actually enjoyed quite a lot of Like I think I enjoyed even uh, that little uh, redesign project of the the loading bar. I thought that was that was a nice. Mm. Like it's nice when you can, um, you it's kind of self-contained, so you you know you know like what the project is, and it's very sort of precise. And it's also good when you're coming to it, knowing, like having already implemented it, so you know the sort of space of the problem a bit better like sometimes when you're solving something for the very first time because it's like fresh ground it can be exciting but it can also be like oh i didn't quite solve that as well as i could have you know I, you know maybe i could have solved it a bit better and often you after you after you've made the thing you then know how how you would have made it from the start right and you, but you obviously didn't because you couldn't know that at the beginning um <laughs> So sometimes when you revisit a thing, I think like the second pass over a thing can often be the most rewarding because you just like you suddenly turn it from being like, oh, yeah it's, it's good. It's functional. Works. Works. OK. To like, oh, yeah, that that works really well. And like it's very satisfying having it so that it just sort of works in all possible circumstances and, you know, it like solves all possible things and it looks really nice and it works really smoothly. And like that, that feels good. Yeah. Um, do you have yeah. a particular uh, project that you you were most like enjoyed working on?
0: I think it was um I think it was probably the, the the dashboard 2.0 project. Yeah. Yeah, sort of the biggest one that I think it's probably the first or the second project that I worked on after joining Captivate just over a year ago. Mm. And it was a um it was a complete overhaul. It was yeah. one of those <laughs> it was a big one, yeah, because um the dash that was in place before was very cool. But it just didn't really serve the needs of our feature set and our upcoming features and so on. So needed a bit of a facelift and um it was just very cool because that was um that was like the the dipping the toe in the in, into the water for uh, collaborative working across our team. I was I was unsure at that point. I mean I'd been told. Obviously I'd you know, Mark and Kieran done a very good job of selling it to me that, you know, the team was very collaborative <laughs> and, and open and stuff. So I trusted their their sales pitch on that but then when we actually started going through the motions it was like yeah this is very cool this is very cool so there's been some nice little things along the way like you mentioned the uh the uploading and processing component on the on the publish new episode page which is very cool and it's little things like that as well you're right with the power of hindsight it's very cool to be looking back and thinking at the time i thought that was excellent but now i'm revisiting it it's probably 80 percent of what i could do it you know we could bring it to a standard now so um so a tiny little spoiler for for our dear listener that we have got some you and i are going to be working on more stuff like that over the next few months we've got some uh some nice little ux updates to do throughout the dashboard so there's going to be some some other little projects like that dude that we can work on it's going to be so slick yeah that we can people say on, so.
1: slick anymore i don't think people say slick anymore
0: uh well it depends you and i are designer oh. designer and developer i think maybe if we had somebody from marketing Okay. That would be a, a phrase like, you know, yeah. make it pop, is you know, make it slick, make the cool. logo bigger, that kind of stuff. Um, so maybe we'll have somebody on from 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 marketing and, and stuff one day. But my, our MD Mark normally handles at the moment uh, at least some of the marketing stuff. So and we don't want to get his vocabulary on here at the moment because that would just take forever.
1: Stay away from our podcast, Mark. Yeah,
0: this is not for you this week. <laughs> huh, so... Okay, to finish up then, dude, it's been great to have you back on the show. I love chatting with you. I love working with you. It's very, very cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think to summarise, collaboration and communication, thumbs up, good. Not talking, waterfall, bad.
1: These were some hot, uh, hot takes this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, dude. I'll let you get back to your um to your Devi stuff. Go and do your HTML, Angular. PHP. Whatever. So I'll see you soon. Cheers, dude. Cheers. What a cool chat that is, and what a cool guy. Pierre is such a great guy. Thank you very much, dude, for taking the time out of your day to chat to me about design and development and collaboration here at Captivate is very cool. Thank you so much. Next week, come back for episode 13, where I'll pluck another team member out of their day and we'll talk about some Captivate features and some tips around podcasting etc so come back next week for that if you're not using captivate yet to power your podcast you can do that with a free trial for seven days completely free just head over to captivate.fm you can sign up and have everything available to you we don't lock features away behind some kind of restricted paywall or anything so sign up you get access to everything and uh yeah kick the tires i'm sure you'll, you'll love the features we've got and you'll be up and running in no time and if you host your podcast somewhere else that's all good but if you fancy, a little sneak around and a little bit of a change you've been considering a change and it's really easy and super quick to bring your existing podcast import it over to captivate and you can still have access to everything and see what you think and uh and get that done so captivate.fm come and sign up for your free trial and uh, and use all the cool tools that we talk about each week here at Captivate Insider to get your podcast up and running or up to the level that you want it to be. Make sure that you follow this podcast in your preferred podcast app. That way you won't miss a show when it lands every single Wednesday. And until next week, take care of yourself and happy podcasting.